the arcade. Player one, start. What is up, everybody? It is time once again. Another RMD Arcade. I will be taking the lead this week. I'm the one and only Bobby D. And with me is Paul and Lauren. Hey. Hi. So, thank you. At least the second one has some excitement behind her voice there. So we're in this normal time to where we would be going over. I mean, we it's basically E3 time and we would have those shows. Well, guess what? We don't have them. But what we do have is a PlayStation 5 announcement. So this week we'll be going through all the different things we've learned from Sony's uh, presentation about what the PlayStation 5 is going to be and uh, kind of give our opinions about it. Now, one of like the biggest things in in this kind of meme will make fun of everything type world that we have these days is that we saw the look of the PlayStation 5. Now, to me, I don't care what it looks like. I want to know what it performs like. It could be a giant turd shaped box that holds a disc and has some inputs and outputs of it and as long as it runs right i'll probably play it now we had things like trapper keepers inside of modems and everything else has come out what do you guys think of the look of the playstation 5 and does it really even matter um it absolutely does not matter because it's either going to sit sideways in my entertainment center or standing up behind my TV and I'll just see a faint blue glow on the wall behind my TV sometimes. Um, but like, you know, it'd be cool if it was aesthetically pleasing. And I know that to some people it is. Uh, I got I got a buddy who's uh, weird and likes weird stuff and he loves it. So like, cool, you know, good for him. Everyone else just don't look at it. Um. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you want to immediately jump into some of the. Well, I mean, Lauren, what do you what do you think? Like, what was your first impressions of it when you saw the release? Oops. I mean, let me let me mute this video real quick. Go ahead. <laughs> I I liked it. I uh, I thought it was cool and different. So at the very least, like they're doing something unique with the design. In. They are saying that this is going to be the largest console that they've ever made, like bigger than the old school fat PS3. Mm -hmm. Did you did you see the I don't know if you want to call it a chart or like a little infographic, um, but like just comparing like everything in size? No. Uh, yeah, that that exists. I think IGN did one and somebody else did one. And uh, like the the Series X, I guess, is around as tall as like the PS4 was, but, you know, it's as thick as a bag of bagels. Um, the, the Is that how they did it? They just compared it to different fruits and vegetables? No, they, they, they compared it to... Um, <laughs> it's a cantaloupe. They, just, they compared it to other consoles. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the, the PS5 is like... I mean, you know, it's 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 hard to tell not knowing the exact height and dimension of everything else anyway, but it looks like it's a solid like four to six inches taller than the Series X. Okay. So it's it's like, I don't know, maybe 15 inches tall. Well, I think for me, the only thing was that the the redesign controller mm -hmm. is probably one of the bigger redesigns we've seen from playstation in a while i mean they're you know from the original playstation to now is kind of almost looked the same like the same model car and you just have different front ends on it and you know it's gotten a little bit bigger you know here and there uh you know different little control things you know the screen in the middle now the the new controller for me was the big the, like the biggest one that it was like wow that almost looks like an xbox controller at this point not a playstation no, I still have the PlayStation buttons. Uh, thanks, Paul. <laughs> I can always depend on you to uh, bring me back to reality. But the fact is, like, I, for me, that was the biggest, like, okay, what what are we doing here? Because it's not the standard DualShock controller anymore. It's not, like, aggressively dissimilar either, though. Like, the shoulder buttons are still more or less the way that the PS4s were in, like, shape and stuff. Granted, they have absolutely adapted some, like, uh, Microsoft tricks to like the haptic feedback and like the the trigger. I don't want to say sensitivity, but like depending on the game, you can only pull them so much mm -hmm. for like rapid fire and that kind of stuff. And like, cool, awesome, you know, better experience. Um, 
but as far as like the physical look of it, I think it still basically looks like the shoulders of the PS4. Okay. They're going really hard with the little tiny details, too. Apparently, the like textured grip on the back of the DualSense controller, um, and also those the the white wings on the actual console itself on the inside where it's like branded Sony and stuff. Um, all of that. If you look really, really closely, the texture is actually tiny little, 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 little imprints of like circles and squares and triangles and little X's. It's, it's so they're doing the little things there to kind of make it going hard. Yeah. I guess it's like a, a inside of a bag or something that has mm-hmm. some special lining to it that kind of identifies it as what it is. Yeah, I'm up for it. There was, I think there was like one special PS4 controller where the the touchpad on the center um, was just very, very small. Yeah, X circle triangle square, like that pattern repeated. And it looked really cool, but it was, I don't know, difficult to get. <laughs> so... Uh, it's cool, cool that they're like thematically carrying that over to something else. Um, so we got a lot about, I mean, this looked completely different than the whole, I don't even know what we would call the prototype thing that was floating Mm -hmm. around for like six months. Now, again, the look of it, it doesn't really matter. It's all about will it perform Mm -hmm. and everything else. Now, um, Paul, you had told me before we got on air that there was they're bringing back something that was used to be yeah. uh, type thing. Uh, so a little bit of UX. Uh, yeah, the the uh, head guy in charge of the uh, user experience uh, for the console said that um, this system will be customizable in a way that previous generations weren't. Um, And that essentially like everybody can have their own special edition. So whether, you know, whether the white plates on the side pop off and can be replaced or whether the the blue line lighting and maybe the white backlighting underneath those plates, those might be adjustable from the settings, Um, just throwing back. PS4 kind of skipped it, but throwing back to PS3 and PSP, they both had very similar operating systems, and there was actually an official free-to-download Sony-made tool that you could use to create like custom backgrounds, your own set of custom icons for everything on that cross-media bar. Uh, you could input customized sounds for when you skip from icon to icon and select things, uh, like background music could play. And, you know, everybody who made one of those just uploaded it and you could very easily download them straight to your console online. So uh, it'd be it'd be great to see customization like that come back because that was a lot of fun. Um, And just, I don't know, allowed people to express themselves and it was all free. I, I, I guess. And I, Lauren, I don't know how you feel on this one, but for me, that that kind of stuff is all fun and good for like the first month. No, I see like, and then they, I never look at that stuff again. Like, yeah. you know, every time like a theme is uploaded for mm-hmm. me, it's because like, uh, you bought Spider-Man. Spider-Man has a special theme. Cool. Let's see what this looks like. Mm-hmm. And then it sits there forever until you get a new one until I get a new one. I mean, so sure. You're not like driven to change it constantly, but you are interested when one is thrust upon you. So <laughs> true. What are your feelings on all that customization? Does it does it really do anything for you um, in the long run, Lauren? I mean, we'll have to see um, because it, it depends on if it's anything crazy new. Um, I like customization. It's, I don't know, not necessarily like make or break for me, especially when it's not like external stuff. Um, like if we're talking themes and everything, yeah, I usually I pick one I like and I just kind of stick with it for a really long time. But they they mentioned something about like customization that they've never done before, that's never been done with a yeah. console before or something like that. And they mentioned like there will be a like a like a special edition console for ev- everyone. And I don't know if that means like changeable faceplates or something like right. that. Like- 
to me that, that would absolutely cool. implies something more than just like themes well and that would make sense because that's a market they've never got into because i mean i remember wrapping like my old xbox and stuff because i didn't want it like i wanted it black and pink so let mm-hmm. me find the good wrap for it or a, fa- a faceplate for a controller or anything else we we see that there is an aftermarket for it so if it was something like that that sony could get into on the cheap if we're gonna make all these things anyways might as well do it the other thing that caught my interest was you did bring up the the you know the led lighting you know that that most pcs and everything have now Mm -hmm. that if you could somehow control the lighting and have different things like that going on it's a cool little feature it's again that's something we haven't seen on a console i mean the the ps4 you know the the led right on the front of that can do blue orange and white just like based on what the system is doing but like there's no real reason it couldn't do other things and it shouldn't be user controlled so i mean it'll be interesting to see like what that actually means when it comes out now the the other thing that was kind of one of those things that I was looking at was the the price points that have been out there, you know, and we got the announcement that there are going to be different versions of it, um, and both those versions are going to have different price points. Now, I've always been a person that's like the disc. I've never liked downloading games. I always felt like it took too long and everything else. So I was happy to see that they did announce that there were going to be a completely digital version. And one with a disk drive that's still in it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, as I've gotten older, I guess, like I used to be part of the Best Buy Gamers Club to where I would get 20% off of every game that I ever bought from them. You know, then they discontinued it because they realized that people like me were ripping them off. Uh, because, you know, if you give me 12 to $15 off of every game, you're not making your money because it only cost me $80 to join for two years. Yeah. And it, it's like realistically in uh, in the games, you know, the, uh, whatever, retail, games, retail, right? Yeah. Um, new games, there there is virtually no like markup. They get them from the publishers for like $2 less than they sell them for. That's why, you know, GameStop pushes pre-owns so hard because that's pretty much all profit. Yeah. So for, for a company like Best Buy to be giving you 20% off of new things, like, sure, you gave them $80 earlier that year, but they are not going <laughs> to profit off any game that you buy that year. And if you buy enough to, like, net that $80 back or more, they are straight losing money. Yeah. So, um. I, I again, I used to just be like a hardcore disc guy and, you know, talking it, talking it over and thinking about it. It seems that every game now has a 70 to 80 gig patch that needs to be downloaded anyways. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Lauren, I'm going to start with you here. Which version do you want and why? Um, the one with the disc drive, because I, I like to have physical copies of games Generally, if I'm buying digital games, it's going to be because it was too good a deal to pass up or like I bought the Final Fantasy VII remake digital because of coronavirus and like things being shut down. Um, So it was a matter of convenience at that point. But yeah, I, I like to have physical copies of games. Yeah, makes sense. Paul? Um, yeah, I, I definitely want the one that is compatible with discs um especially if ps4 games are going to be allowed to play yes one like absolutely that um even if it takes you know time for a couple patches or whatever you know if it's if it's the difference of being able to pop in a ps4 game and play it and not being able to do that i would like the one that allows me to do that um i don't know i so uh, i mean there's been different predictions and everything and leaked prices out there. And I want to say it was like a hundred, hundred dollars difference between the two. Um, for me, again, it's worth it. I, I'm expecting like a $50 difference. I don't, I don't think it'll be um, even like bigger than that. Okay. Yeah. Cause like I said, I I've seen some uh, things that were, I believe four ninety nine and like five, 70 something or so, you know something like that so about 100 bucks 
you know, difference between the two different costs because <clears throat> we really, they didn't kind of get into that a lot. Um, and it was, again, for me, I'm, I've always like Ryan asked me right off the bat, like, what are you going to get? And I'm like, well, I'm going to get the disc version. And again, I, I do like the physical copies better, even though we do get the patches, mm -hmm. but a lot of times digital copies don't come with all the stuff that they get us on. You know, like, oh, they're they're going to release a bat a special edition Arkham with a fucking Batman statue. Yeah, I want the statue. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy the disc, you know, and you get the steel cover and you get everything else for those special editions. So you want the disc drive. And I and I always think it gives the option because, you know, uh, again, I'm might be a little old school. It's like, hey, Paul, I have this game. Do you want to borrow it? Mm -hmm. I can't really b borrow a digital copy. Like, I we can't just give you a disc. Yeah. You, can, and, like, you can, You can do the whole account. You, you can? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, PlayStation has SharePlay, so you can actually um, share a game with someone that's on your friends list. Well, nobody's liked me enough to share the game on <laughs> I think a lot of people don't really know how it works or don't know to what capacity you're able to do that. Um, for uh, I think most people just think that you can watch your friend play a game, which is absolutely true. You can do that, but you can also like share that game with someone so that they can play it with you. Have Have you done that? I haven't. I've never done it. I Right. I think the trick to it is that like if I was to share a game with you, uh, doesn't matter at all. We'll say Ratchet and Clank. Um, I believe that while you are playing it, you are literally like, uh, like, um, like PlayStation Now style. You are streaming it from my console to you. So while you're playing it, my options are to not use my PS4 at all or watch you play it hmm. until you're not playing it anymore. And I think that is why a lot of people don't utilize it as much and again the fact that you just said a lot of people don't know it's possible or have no idea how to do it beyond that i've never on once clicked on that the share play thing in my life <laughs> I, I mean <clears throat> it was just one of those things that was there didn't didn't know what it did uh but okay i, I but uh if if that's the case the where i have to play it on yours like i'm vpning to to my console your and console interacting yeah i mean shit they better have some good infrastructure that could be hell of a lag i mean if it's if it's roughly built off of whatever playstation now is built off because all of that is just game streaming they're all running on a server yeah <clears throat> so you know we, we we've seen some specs we saw some leak specs you know over the last couple months and you know when they made the announcement was there anything that stood out any you know thing that was like oh my god that's way better than i expected so personally um and i know that like people are going to disagree with me but i am a little bit frustrated that they are doing the digital edition like right out of the gate um because like sony straight up said a couple months ago that uh I mean, you know, every time a new console comes out, it doesn't matter who it is. It's, you know, day one, it's hard to find because it's a new console and everybody wants it. So on top of that, Sony said that, you know, due to coronavirus and the world that we live in right now, uh, manufacturing has been difficult. So it is going to be a very limited initial release. Um, so like both of those things coupled together, impacting how many units are initially available. It's frustrating for me that they then decided to do two different models just do one mm -hmm. um, so that everyone, you know, and not to say that people aren't going to want the digital edition or people aren't going to want the physical edition. Um, but the, just the fact that at all, there are two, I think, you know, impacts how many are going to be available to specific markets, um, you know, in certain you know cities, demographics, whatever one version might be more popular than the other. And you don't want, you don't want them sitting on shelves or having people like settle on, well, this one's in front of me, so I'll buy it because they don't have the one that I want. I feel like the digital edition should have just launched like a year later anyway, because we don't know at this point how digital is going to play out this gen. Like you said, right now we've got games with installs 
of like Red Dead Redemption, right? And The Last of Us 2 is about to drop. Both of those were two disc games with yeah. 100 gig installs. Buck 10 for Red Dead. I and think. then after, yeah, after updates, uh, you know, Call of Duty games with map packs and such, they've had like 100 gigs worth of updates over the year that they're active titles. Red Dead with Red Dead Online, on top of that initial 100 gigs, I don't even know. I, I honestly, I would assume another like 80 gigs worth of updates and content there. Um, so with the, I think it's like 875 gigabyte hard drive, the PS5 has default, you know, is that, and these games being like finally native 4k, you know, textures and things are going to be bigger. They're going to take up more space. So are we going to fill up an 800 gig hard drive with like four or five games and then be playing musical chairs, deleting stuff whenever we're not playing it or, um, I think that was the biggest surprise for me. Like, I thought we were going to finally get into the default terabyte mm-hmm. plus era, you know, and I'm assuming that the 800 whatever is probably a terabyte drive with, you with, know, so yeah, much tied up operating in, system or yeah, whatever. The, they, they did actually say that it's like a custom drive. So it's probably like a 900 gigabyte drive for no reason with like 25 gigs of operating system. Okay. Um, now, to completely contradict myself, um, they, they all did, in one breath. <laughs> um, they, this is the first generation where the consoles, both both of them, um, are like native, going to have uh, solid state drives, and that can impact how the developers utilize the consoles. So right now we've got these enormous uh, fucking installs and updates and yo know, whatever because. Um, the developers have to plan for the hard drive in the system being a hard drive disk. Um, so if, you know, a piece of information is needed, that disk only spins so fast. So rather than waiting for the disk to spin around to then pull and load that information, maybe it's faster to put that same piece of information, that same street light that from the corner on that heart, on that install, like a dozen times so that it, you know, it pops up with more frequency um, to load it. Now, that is part of why these installs are huge with a solid state drive. Just there it is. You got it moving on. Um, It pulls right from it immediately. And, you know, we move on. So even with, you know, these 4k textures and everything game installs might be significantly smaller this gen because the developers know for a fact, every console is going to have access to that solid state speed. And, and that does make sense because since I've kind of moved a lot over to the PC, mm-hmm. the, the games are definitely in like the 40 to 50 to 60 gig range compared to, like you said, some of those bigger ones getting up into the hundreds. Yeah. You know, minimum 70, 80 sometimes, uh, you know, when, when and, you start and, to download and you're like, all right, I'll see you guys in three <laughs> days when it's finally downloaded. And again, even like like modern PC right now, a lot of those games have way better textures than the console versions, too. So mm-hmm. not only are your installs smaller, but they probably still look reasonably better. Lauren, was there anything that stood out as far as any of the, the hardware type information? I mean, that was not, released? not really. Um just because I, I think I anticipated a huge jump, a huge leap from where we're at right now. Um, the fact that they are implementing a solid state drive inside the PS5, as well as, you know, making sure that it's um, like their own proprietary one and uh, really trying to get as much power out of the system as possible. Um, that's all really cool but I can't say that I totally understand all of it. You know, I know the mm-hmm. basics of like a solid state drive versus a regular and stuff like that. And so cool. Great. Um, if it's faster and more efficient and runs better. Cool. Um, I think the biggest update that was kind of a no brainer for them to do, but I didn't really think about at the same time is the, the upgrade to having haptic feedback in the controllers as opposed to the rumble. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, in general, I think I'm a little desensitized to all these, you know, Hey, here's our new hardware for the next gen, because at the end of the day, 
we're expecting a huge leap. We're expecting a, a large difference between what is possible now and what's possible and what defines next gen. It, well, yeah, especially if they want us to throw five hundred plus dollars mm-hmm. out. You know, we don't want the same. Yeah. Um. I I found it interesting. I I believe I read that they're you know developing for eight K at this point, or it, it's capable of. 8K. Yeah, I, I believe that it's capable. But like, do they just cool? keep saying? Do Who they just keep cares? Yeah. Do they just keep upping it just because? But, you know, they can? if you think about well, it, and you think about the lifespan of a console the fact that they're thinking farther ahead so that the console will remain relevant and not outdated for its lifespan is really important i think uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it makes sense it's just like we've we have a hard time finding 4k games that are developed that way that aren't weren't just basically upscoped mm-hmm. uh right n- well and the the and, and- the original ps4 too has um a harder time running some of the newer games and stuff like that. They don't look as good, stuff like that. Um, they sound like an airplane's about to take off. Yeah, they sound like a jet engine. I have one of those. <laughs> uh, I, I, when I bought my PlayStation Pro, I moved my other PlayStation. My daughter sometimes plays it, and I can hear it, and she's playing like newer games. It's like, <gasps> I'm like oh my gosh. <laughs> like, Jesus, is that thing going to blow up? Stay away. Um, so... Yeah, the AK thing was just one of those things that every time I always see that, I kind of like laugh. I'm like, we're not even there yet. But you're right. If if they are planning this to be the next, I mean, when was PlayStation 4? I mean, what are we talking like seven years now? I bought mine in, in 2014, and I think it had already been out for a year when I bought mine because I bought okay. mine when Destiny launched. Hmm. So, yeah, the, the, I mean, that would... Uh, seven years? You know, we're, we're talking... S- seven eight years max at this point so yeah if we're talking that you know we could be doing game reviews in 2028 on a playstation 5 uh you know i i guess we hope we're at 8k at that point because we probably weren't at 4k you know we're barely at 4k now yeah so um we, we will see how that works um so before we go to break anything else about hardware or anything else that you saw that you guys want to talk about before we uh get into the games actually yeah yeah i um it wasn't really new for this like uh, presentation but just in general kind of you know talking about like features uh, and capabilities of the console um the 3d audio i think sounds really cool i think that's uh that's a cool gimmick to invest in this generation you know better than like the the move controllers for ps3 and um, yeah, the, the VR definitely was a, a solid thing for PS4, and I know that that will continue into PS5, but um, I think the 3D audio generally just has me, has me pretty jazzed as a feature um, with their, their plans to like release software to like map headphones to your ears better. Um, and then like the overall goal of, I guess, between like probably a TV sound bar and your controller. Um, they're trying to establish that 3d audio without the user having to wear headphones. And that sounds cool as hell. If they can pull it off. It's so weird. I, I like forever. I hated wearing headphones and now I cannot play a game without wearing headphones after I got like my Astros with the mixer, mm-hmm. like, cause everything just sounded better. And like when I'm, I can hear where things are coming from. Yeah. So if, if they were able to duplicate that, in, in like a real world, real, whoa, real world scenario. That was a hard word for me. Um, that would be completely awesome. So anything for you, Lauren? I don't think so. I'm just, I'm just okay. excited to have a new console and have new, I don't know, updated capabilities and stuff. I'm just excited to be excited about something. <laughs> so it takes your mind off of things right right uh all right well with that we're gonna take a quick break when we get back we'll get on those launch titles keep rayman digital on the air through 2020 by pledging to our patreon page uh, your continued support allows us to continue to make great content and offer even better features in the future Help us keep the lights on in the studio by pledging one to ten dollars a month. Go to patreon.com slash rainman digital to pledge. 
The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. Roll the dice. I love eating radiation-infested fish. It may add an extra couple inches to my penis. Why do we gotta die from stuff? Like, why can't like a disease cause something like your your dick getting bigger? Hey, listen, if you get coronavirus, your dick might swell. New triple dick disease. Like that's a thing. It's never a thing. That should be a thing. I know, but it's not. not I believe that's elephantitis. Of you know, like exclusively uh, of the peen. Oh well, if if it's there, then you know, like uh, then I guess. You know, like uh, that would be a good disease. That is true. Thank there, you. There's no- <laughs> a lot of you knows and <laughs> to, 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 to get to the exact same thing Thomas just said. <laughs> you see, I, you know, I, be, uh, I think I already uh, qualify. I think I qualify for being elderly now. Yeah. Will I be useful to the network if all of a sudden I come in and I suffer Alzheimer's or like some sort of Parkinson's? You know, yeah, of course. You're never leaving. Okay, you're you not. Gonna, you're not going to have the opportunity. Tony. So if I if I suffer dementia immediately, like right now, you're staying in that chair. Oh, and we're gonna just we're gonna tell you <laughs> time traveled. <laughs> make up lies. The Rain Man Show, exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Head over to RainmanDigitalMedia.com for more details, or search for it wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, we are back now. I want to say when they first announced the PlayStation 5 in the Xbox, I was the person that said, I will not buy a fucking game until you bring me something that I want. And then they said Spider-Man 2, and I'm like, fuck, where do I pre-order? Right. I I, I mean, this is how they make these sales like i was not i I mean we had this conversation on air on another rmd arcade that i was not ready to buy a console i was like i'm gonna wait for a special edition to come out and then i will buy it when we get batman or we get another spider-man or whatever the hell it's gonna be i'm gonna buy it so i don't want to burst your bubble but i do want things to be clear um so the the spider-man miles morales is uh, from my understanding, from a series of interviews that for some reason took place a day after the whole press conference, instead of just dropping these details in the moment. Uh-huh. Um, it is the original PS4 game with all of the DLC, obviously, you know, upscaled PS5, everything. And then the additional Miles content on the end of it. And the Miles content, like portion of that, is Uh, by the developers is being touted as like Uncharted Lost Legacy, which was uh, for anyone unfamiliar, that was initially just supposed to be DLC for Uncharted 4. And they put so much effort into it that it was a whole ass game. It was a solid like 20 plus hours. And for, you know, for an Uncharted like Tomb Raider style game like that, that's a whole ass game. Yeah. Um, So they, they released it, you know, you could get it as DLC for Uncharted 4 or you could just go buy it as a standalone disc. So... Um, with this being like a remastered Spidey PS4 and then having this, you know, theoretical like 20 plus hours of now you get to play as Miles, I'm still fucking stoked. I'm still jazzed. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I mean, we saw in a lot of the footage that like the city is snowing, so there's different weather. We never had snow in the initial game. There is so much that they can do with Miles. I really hope the big bad is Uncle Prowler, but, um, you know, he's got he's got everything that Peter can do with like web slinging and, you know, all that nonsense. Peter gave him the fucking web shooters at the end of the game. So we know he should have access to all the same like web tricks and, uh, you know, components, skills, whatever you want to call them, abilities that Peter had, plus his Miles exclusive stuff like the the paralyzing shocking and like poison touch turning invisible for stealth stuff like i'm i'm stoked to play this regardless um and i I don't think that it hurts to include the original game in with it for any of the fools who never played it i mean 20 hours is a lot of gameplay and i'm assuming if they're gonna do that they're probably gonna have dlc and everything else to continue it on um, so I, I mean, it, there's a part of me and Lorna, I don't know how you feel on that. that. That's like almost a false pretense of like, here's a game. Here's a special edition PlayStation for miles. And to find out that it's only really half a game. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, I don't think it was really misleading. Um, especially because 
it's kind of a subtitled game. You know, I kind of got the feeling that it was either an expansion. Spider-Man two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. Just the whole way they presented it and set it up. I kind of felt like it was a, um, okay. So like in Assassin's Creed, you know, you've got Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, 3, 4, but in between some of them, you had Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Revelations, totally full games in their own right. They had their own story. They added on to the story of the other um, games and the overall, you know, plot of what's happening, but they weren't technically a numbered installment in the game. So... I don't think they're abandoning Peter's story. I think they're going to come out with Spider-Man 2, but I think, you know, this is going to be a solid, I don't know, additional game. Um, And I I definitely got that feeling from it because I didn't feel like Peter's story was over at the end of Spider-Man either. So, yeah. Um, So, uh, again, for me, that's going to be, that was like the seal like for me to purchase this or try to purchase it day well, one the fact that this thing is you know it's available holiday 2020 so presumably just at launch because we don't know the launch yet yeah but like yeah you can go buy a ps5 and then immediately buy this and immediately go home and play it like cool we're done here yeah um so lauren i'm gonna start with you i'm gonna give you the opportunity to tell me what game was announced because I kind of spoiled mine by just going right into Spider-Man <laughs> right away. Uh, uh, e- e- even at a DLC or a half a game or whatever we want to call it, a 0.5 release of a game. Um, uh, this was the one that made me want to buy a PlayStation 5. What game did they announce that makes you want to buy a PlayStation 5? Horizon! Horizon Zero Dawn sequel, Horizon Forbidden West. Um, the Horizon Second the, Dawn. The thing started off with, um, you know, like Miles being announced. Not like started off with that, but it was very close to the beginning. And uh, and I said out loud, "All right, cool. So now all I need is for them to announce the Horizon sequel, and I'm good. I'm set. I know I'm buying it like immediately. And uh, yeah, as soon as I heard the background music for that trailer i knew it was horizon so that that is the game horizon zero dawn is an incredible game and i'm very much looking forward to a sequel okay paul what was yours um if you repeat one it's fine i'll allow well i it. mean i'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat one but i am gonna say that like those those are the two games because those are the two exclusives that i come from franchises that i loved and was already stoked for a new game so both of those games are why i want a ps5 immediately uh but since you guys said them i'm gonna go with the multi-platform surprise uh resident evil 8 village um very quickly into this trailer i was like holy shit is this resident evil 8 and then it continued because it was kind of a long trailer and then uh they flashed another couple things that really made me like okay yeah this is this resident evil and then it was resident evil and uh, i was fucking stoked (laughs) um uh, (laughs) just so many things um i mean yeah, it's I'm 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 stoked. I'm very excited. I really liked Resident Evil um, Seven, and you know this is going to be continuing the story from that. It really gives me some like Resident Evil Four vibes with the settings and everything. So, um, just all all good things. Very excited. So, uh, uh, there's a lot of familiar names that we haven't seen in a while that were announced too that don't necessarily fall in our like. I mean, at least not in my genre of games, you know, when you see like Gran Turismo and all that. I, I, I haven't played one of those since probably PlayStation 1 or 2, mm-hmm. whenever that first one came out. Um, but they are, they put out titles th- that anybody would recognize, you yeah. know, Ratchet and Clank. Well, and you know, honestly, Gran Turismo is a is a big thing because um, I, th- I think it's been a minute since we had one of those. And realistically... Um, as far as, you know, console wars and exclusives, um, I know we got a new Halo coming, but Halo kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, Gears, like, 
there I want to say there were at least two on Xbox One, but like that franchise doesn't have the hype that it did during like years two and three era. Um so like Microsoft's big property is Forza right now. Like that is that is arguably their biggest thing. And to have, you know, Sony's game that competes with that series available close to launch, you know, cool. For those racing sim fans, that's I mean that's a push in the Sony direction. Yeah, exactly. That that's gonna draw in the Ryans of the world. You know, that are completely not, you know, want the simulation racing games. You know, and some of the things I read about it were that, the, you know, it's going to take advantage of almost every enhancement that the PlayStation 5, you know, has to offer, which, of course, you would expect from, you know, a Sony exclusive game that they should. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, like I said, they, they came out with a bunch of good games that are out there um, and then kind of fell back to old classics that people are still playing like. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 has been on every console since the Nintendo at this point. Um, Not real, but, you know, and then they offered like million dollars if you're playing like every day on PlayStation 4. And that way you'll have it banked when you go to PlayStation 5. They're doing different things. I think it's a million dollars a month if you just like play at all at some point each month. But yeah, yeah, go on. I I knew it was something ridiculous that they were just giving throwing cash away to keep people on the Grand Theft Auto online. Um, you know, and like I said, Gran Turismo, like I, th- they had, what was it? 25, 26 games that were announced for launch. And a lot of them were solid titles that were out there that, um, you know, I don't, don't necessarily fall into everybody, but I think they covered everybody's kind of you know, gaming likes, you know, whether a lot of them were reveals too. We were finding out about them for the first time. I'd say probably two thirds of them were fell into that category. And I think that's what you want too, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm just just saying hyping up the the event in general, even if they were third party, like, you know, you heard it here first. Yeah. And and, and that's what you want with these launch titles. Cause I don't, I don't remember was it Xbox last time X, when it, one came out that it had like 11 games or something stupid like that? Dude, that realistically, that is the, um, the, the dilemma of like every launch console is very frequently there are like five to 10 games and one or two of them are decent. Everything else is trash. Yeah. So. Because I, I don't remember how many like day one editions I bought for Xbox. I was like, this game's garbage. This game's garbage. I'm like, oh, it looked cool, but it played like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Lauren, any other games out there that were exciting to you that you're looking for day one? Or are you you think you'll be tied up in, you know, the, the two that we've kind of two or three we've called out right away? So definitely those, even though I'm a weenie and I won't play Resident Evil, but I'll I'll find I'll a way to watch Paul watch. play it um gonna get but so spooked stray looks really cool and interesting that's the one with stray a, looks like a fucking a episode of um love, love death, death and robots. robots yeah um so that looked really cool and interesting i know there was more that i'm not thinking of i think there were a couple games where i was like oh cool i'd probably play that but I just don't was remember. Was it Ultimate oh. Fishing Simulator 2? No. I wasn't there. <laughs> um, Jack and Daxter was something nope. that I wish that they would make more of, yeah. but they made Ratchet and Clank, so that's cool. Um, the Ratchet and Clank looks interesting and cool and very Mass Effect-y in the style of gameplay. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I can think of. I think that Ratchet game looks that Ratchet game literally looks like an advertisement for PS5. If it yeah. you know if it turns out to actually play that way jumping through these portals and even if you're only experiencing segments of them like instantaneously loading these like fully developed different you know planet levels dimension levels um even just one of the guns he had you like target an area and push a button and suddenly you're in that area um it just it that game is a showcase for what the console and that hard drive can do. And that that's really cool. Yeah. And now, uh, being that the, I'm the only one that really kind of really plays sports games. Uh, the skip them. (laughs) Let's just skip past. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 
All, all I read on the internet, you know, until I watched the trailer was they just talked about the puddles of sweat in the NBA 2K21 reveal. And it, it again, I always want to see gameplay graphics more than just kind of, okay, I realize we can do awesome shit mm-hmm. with CG at this point. Uh, like, even if this is the character model and this is how he sweats, the camera is never going to be three inches from him like this. Yeah. It's always like 40 feet away. Yeah, you're getting the 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 TV view of the game. But the, the fact is, I want to see how sports games react to the new systems, because, again, a lot of these things that when I'm looking through the list of games. Or, you know, it, we're talking about Warzone and shit like that that's already been out that they're just going to get updated versions of or whatever they want to call. Um, so I'm really interested in seeing. Did they give a price point for games at all? Um, no. no, I don't. Uh, people people were crazy about, um, oh, games are going to cost more when PS3 happened. And then again, when PS4 happened. I mean, it's been I, 49 or $59 for like most of my life at this yeah, point. Yeah, I, I think they're going to stay. Okay. I was just wondering that because um, I hadn't seen anything on it. So, but again, if if a game is good, do we really care at this point? I mean, I might be more selective and like specifically buy games that I know are going to be longer, you know, buy more RPGs, more Red Dead kind of things that I'm going to dump, you know, 60 to 400 hours into. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you mean Monster Hunter? Yeah. Is I that mean, what you want to the 400? Yeah, yeah. What are you up to now? Uh, I am. Uh, I'm going to break a thousand on this newest. Um, Does a monster come visit you at your house when you do that? Yeah. That's awesome. And you slay it. <laughs> Takes about a thousand hours. <laughs> so, um, kind of wrapping this up, is there any other games that, that mean, stand out, or are we we you, think we got them all? I think we no got them way. all. There's you fools. What's the other one? Since we're idiots, uh, or what did he call me the other day? In an text? absolute buffoon. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> as he remembers. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren, for understanding what I was saying uh, and not calling me a buffoon through yeah. text message. Um, I mean, so like, do you, you, you play Fortnite? You've said those words before. Uh, yes, I uh, have played Fortnite once. Have you ever played Rocket League? Yes, I've played Rocket League. So does Destruction All-Stars like mean anything to you? Does that look like anything? Uh, I did. Was that one of the games? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it was a, it looks like somewhere between Fortnite and Rocket League. You, uh, like each person starts out. Uh, Do you build and then Ryan yells at you for building and no 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 you you're a saying, shoot me. Oh. you you pick an over the top character and like I guess each character has a vehicle and it's like destruction derby uh, when your vehicle gets destroyed you don't have a vehicle anymore but like you know everyone else whose vehicle hasn't been destroyed they still have theirs so from there it's like a free for all like dome killing each other until all the vehicles are destroyed and then it becomes like a, a melee brawler instead of run over everyone who doesn't have a car um uh that seems like a fun thing to play with friends and something that i get super frustrated when people are better than me online oh, yeah. yeah i have zero <laughs> interest in it but it really looks like a game that other people will care about okay uh um, i'll definitely check it out i mean it, it's are we talking like a free battle royal title or I mean, I mean, we have really... potentially, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what it is. I want to say it was first party. Okay. I think it was a Sony studio. Um, dude, little devil inside. That looks fantastic. Like art style is great. It looks like a fun, like, I don't know, action exploration. I don't know. Gather hunt game. Um, everyone looks like little, little crappy puppets kind of. Um, I don't know. I'm jazzed about it. I really that uh, as far as like a little indie sort of a game, uh-huh. um, that was one of the ones that I absolutely wasn't disappointed in seeing in this showcase. I'm definitely going to play that. It was funded on Kickstarter in 2015. Uh, which one? Little Devil Inside. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. People, people already care. Fan base. Yeah. So. All right. Let's let's get into this final question, and I think I'm going to have the answer for everybody. Lauren, day one purchase? Yeah. If possible? Yeah. And Paul? Yeah. Yeah, I've had like $900 saved for like a two and a half years. Like Buried waiting in the coffee this. can. Ready for it to go. I have a savings account. What? You trust the people to have your money? 
I mean, it's there and I can transfer it. So, <laughs> um, it was weird because again, I was not on the train for purchasing a console come November ish as we guess that's when it's going to get released. Um, but uh, the, the games that they announced and everything has got me on that. So I will be purchasing also. So probably expect us to be doing a console review sometime <laughs> in November, December. A console review and uh, probably a Miles Morales review. Yes, uh, because if we can get them. Uh, do, do you guys worry about that? I mean, we talked a little like, bit about it earlier. I mean, I've signed up for pre-order on Best Buy, yeah. GameStop. Like, I'm like, I've... Made sure I'm going to get an announcement from I, everybody. I know at least two different people that like are the managers of game stores. So I feel pretty confident that like as soon as pre-orders start, they'll have me covered. But like based on what Sony said, like, you know, one, it's just a new console release. And then two, it's going to be even more limited than a regular new console release. I am like vaguely worried, but like, you know, whatever, worst case scenario, I, I nab one by February or something. I don't know. You know, if I can't get it, I can't get it. Yeah. The games will still be there. That's the beauty of a good launch. At least I'm not buying a console and then sitting on it for six months waiting for something to play. I always find it funny when like there's that dire need for it. And people were like, when the switch came out, they're like I paid $700 for a switch. I'm like, it's not a concert. You realize that it's coming back yeah uh i always have that like i never want to like go to the second hand or you know the aftermarket mm. and purchase for twice the amount yeah um lauren do you have any worries or do you you know nah you think i'll get a pre-order <laughs> yeah i forgot you know the same people <laughs> so anyway well, we will be back. We'll be doing more RMD arcades throughout the summer, probably into the fall and winter times, because you know what? We don't have TV shows to review yeah. now, so we have time for this. They they did mention that um, there should be another one of these, but like specifically a Sony thing soon for like price and release date. I feel like soon is a kind of a bullshit term in regards to gaming because it could be like tomorrow or six months from now. <laughs> it's like going to be the console should be out soon. So when is your soon presentation? Yeah. But yeah, things will happen and we'll talk about them. Yep. Uh, remember, catch any past future episodes. Go to RaymanDigital.com. Find our feeds like all those wonderful uh, podcasts we've done previously. Rate us, review us. It helps us out. Uh, thank you, Paul, and thank you, Lauren. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody else. We will talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.